Well, good morning, everyone. You may have noticed um, that we missed our children's sermon this morning, and that is because I am going to invite the kids forward now for a regular sermon. Uh, as a special time for today, the last day of the year, and you may have noticed this is a fifth Sunday where our kids stay with us in worship. So kids, if you want, um, there's a blanket up here. You can come make yourselves comfortable, sit down, nestle in. Miss Jen's going to come sit. Parents can come sit with you if you want. Yeah, come on up. Because our sermon today has people of all ages in it. It's a great story. And so we are going to preach today particularly to our younger ones. But I hope that this message has a little something for everyone in it. So, yes, come join me. Good morning. How are you guys? You're doing good today? How was your Christmas? Good. Did you listen to any Christmas music this year? Yeah. Do you have a favorite Christmas song? What's your favorite Christmas song? Yeah. A Mickey Mouse Clubhouse Christmas. I don't think I've heard that one. Yeah, Dot, do you have a favorite Christmas song? My favorite Christmas song is Joy to the World. Joy to the World. Oh, it's a good thing we sang that this morning, huh? How about anybody else? You have a favorite Christmas song? What do you think? We Three Kings, that's a great one. How about our adults? Do you guys have any favorite hymns or Christmas songs that you sing during this season? You can shout them out. Silent Night. Oh, Holy Night. Oh, Little Town of Bethlehem. Those are all great hymns. Yeah, we kind of have our favorites, don't we? My favorite is O Come, O Come, Emmanuel because Emmanuel means God with us. And I love to be reminded that this is the season where God came to be with us when Jesus was born. And during this Christmas season, before Christmas, as a church, we talked a lot about Christmas songs that we found in the Bible. Do you remember some of these? Way before Jesus was ever born, there was a man named Isaiah who sang a song about the king that, was, that God was going to send into the world. And he was going to bring peace to the whole world. And then we heard about a man named Zechariah who sang a song about Jesus and Jesus' cousin named John the Baptist. And then Mary sang a song to praise God after she found out that she was going to be Jesus' mom. And all of these people loved God so much that they just wanted to sing songs about how amazing he was and about how he was going to send a new king into the world just like he promised. And did God keep his promise? Yeah, that's right. He sent Jesus into the world. Jesus was born on Christmas night. And on Christmas night, even the angels in the sky showed up and sang a song about how wonderful Jesus was. And they sang a song to praise God. And so we still sing Christmas songs, don't we? All around the world. So just like God made these promises about Jesus, I'm going to make a promise to you. I promise that at the end of our story for today, at the end of our sermon, we will get to watch a video of kids who are just like you singing a very special song about Christmas from somewhere else in the world. Do you think I can keep my promise? Yeah. 
Okay, well, we're going to find out. <laughs> but first, there's one more story that I want to tell you about one more Christmas song that people sang in the Bible. And this one came after Jesus was born from a man whose name was Simeon. You guys say Simeon? Simeon, yeah. So Simeon, he might have looked something like this. He was a very old man. He was kind of like a grandpa, right? Do any of you have grandmas and grandpas? Yeah, in fact, I think a couple of them are here, aren't they? Um, grandmas and grandpas and people who are older and much wiser are very important in the Bible. And they're very important in our church, too. And in fact, I think we have um, several of them here. I wonder if some of our folks who might consider yourself older or wiser or grandmas and grandpas could stand up so our kids could see you, if you're able to and you're willing. Yeah, if you, think, if you, would, if you would identify with Simeon, can you please stand? Do you see how many of these folks we have in here? Yeah, that's amazing. Okay, thank you so much. You can go ahead and sit down. Yeah, we have a lot of folks just like Simeon here in our congregation. Simeon was getting older, but he was waiting for something very, very special to happen because God had made an extra special promise to Simeon that he was not going to die until after he had seen with his own eyes the new king, the savior that God had promised. This is what the Bible says about that. Let's read it together. At that time, there was a man in Jerusalem named Simeon. He was righteous and devout and was eagerly waiting for the Messiah to, to come and rescue Israel. The Holy Spirit was upon him and had revealed to him or had shown him that he would not die until he had seen the Lord's Messiah. So he got a special message from God that if he only waited, he would see the king that was coming. And so Simeon waited. And he waited. And he waited. And he waited. Yes. How old did he turn? You know what? The Bible doesn't tell us, but he waited many, many, many years, many long years. Kind of like how we wait for Christmas to come around every year, right? And sometimes it seems like we have to wait forever. <laughs> but then it comes around. Have you ever waited for something for a long time? Yeah. Can you? You're still waiting for your birthday. Yeah. Yeah, can you tell me what it's like to wait for something for a very long time? How does that make you feel? Yeah, Miss Jen's got a mic. She's going to help. Ugh. Ugh, that's a group that, that sums it up perfectly, doesn't it? <laughs> if, if you have, like, if you really wanted, like, if you wanted, I forget. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, sometimes you just want it and want it and want it, and we wait for so long that we forget what we were going to say. Sometimes. Oh! <laughs> That's okay. When I'm like waiting for Christmas or my birthday, mm -hmm. I feel like bored because I feel like there's nothing like cool going on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sometimes it just gets kind of boring to like have to wait for so long, right? I know. Huh. I bet some of our folks that just stood up kind of know what it's like also to wait for things for a very, very long time, right? Think of something that you have waited for for a long time, or maybe a promise that you have been holding on to for a long time. Waiting and not knowing, especially when God's timing doesn't look like our timing, can be really, really hard when our expectations of what was going to happen or when it might happen are not necessarily met in the way that we want them to be. 
And so Simeon waited, and he had to be super patient. Maybe at times he even felt bored or anxious or frustrated or excited. And he may not have even known what this Messiah was going to look like. You know, was he going to be a king dressed up in robes and a crown? Or was he going to be like a soldier that carried a big sword? Was he going to be big or little or even a baby? I don't know, Simeon probably wasn't sure. I know, he turned out to be a baby, didn't he? But Simeon promised or trusted that God was going to keep his promise. And so then one day, eight days after Christmas, after Jesus was born, Mary and Joseph brought Jesus to the temple in Jerusalem where Simeon lived. And they may have looked something like this. So they came into the temple with Jesus. Jesus was still a baby. Do you see how tiny he is in that picture? I think some of our babies today are in the nursery, but Jesus was pretty soon going to be a kid. And so I wonder if all of you guys who are kids could stand up so our adults could see you. Yeah, just give everyone a wave. Say, this is who we are. We're like the kids in the story. Okay, thank you. You can sit back down. And Mary was pretty young too, actually, because in those days, people were a little bit younger when they got married. And so Mary was probably only a teenager. Do we have any teenagers in our sanctuary today? Oh, I see a couple. Would you guys stand up so our kids could see you too? Yeah, we have some teenagers in our sanctuary too. So they may have been not much younger than Mary was. And Joseph was a little bit older than Mary. He was an adult, and he and Mary were Jesus' parents. So if you're an adult or you're a parent, maybe, do you think you could stand up so our kids could see you too? Oh, yeah. See, look how many adults and parents we have in this room. That's amazing. Oh, thank you so much. You can take a seat. See, so everyone had a part to play in this story. People of all ages were in this story. This is what the Bible says about the day that Jesus came into the temple. Then it was time for their purification offering, as was required by the law of Moses after the birth of a child. So his parents took him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. The law of the Lord says, if a woman's first child is a boy, he must be dedicated to the Lord. So sometimes when babies are born, parents do special things to honor God and to celebrate their new babies, right? And so here in our church, sometimes parents will bring kids and will have a baptism for the baby, or we'll do a dedication where the whole church together gets to celebrate that baby is now part of God's family. And in Israel, when, where Jesus was, um, they had a big temple, which was like a very, very large church. And they would do a special offering where the parents would bring an offering to the temple, and they would dedicate their baby, kind of like we do now. And so they brought Jesus when he was eight days old, and this was the special day where Jesus formally received his name. And if adults want to read more about these special rituals that happen, you can find them in the book of Leviticus because they go all the way back to the law of Moses. And they're pretty wonderfully connected to all of the Passover tradition and the idea of the firstborns belonging to God. But the point that is being made in our story is that Mary and Joseph were very faithful followers of God. And they were part of their Jewish tradition. And they loved God so much. And they brought their child to worship just like your parents do. But something unexpected happened to Mary and Joseph when they brought Jesus to the temple. A very old man came over to them and he asked to hold their baby. 
That would be a little odd, right? If you were a parent and you, there was a man there that you didn't know. But who do you think it was? Yeah. Simeon, that's right. It was Simeon. So the Holy Spirit, who is kind of like God's voice and God's presence that was with Simeon, told him earlier that day that he should go to the temple. And he thought to himself, oh, could this be the day? Is this the day that the new king is going to show up? He had a feeling. And so he went and he waited and he watched. And then Mary and Joseph came into the temple with Jesus. How do you think Mary and Joseph were feeling as brand new parents? Maybe good and excited that they had a new baby? Yeah. Nervous. Very nervous. Yeah, sometimes when parents are parents for the first time, it can be very nervous to have a baby that's that small, right? And Mary knew that this was a very special child, so maybe she didn't quite know what was going to happen. But Simeon knew that this was Jesus. This was the king that God had promised, and he was so excited that he went over to Mary and Joseph, and he picked up the baby, and he held him up high, and Simeon sang a song to praise God because finally he had brought him the king. Should we read what he said in his song? He said, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you may now dismiss your servant in peace. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared for all people. He is a light to reveal God to the nations, and he is the glory of your people Israel. Simeon was so happy that he got to see Jesus before he died. And that meant that finally God was coming to earth to start building his new kingdom in our hearts and to be with us. And Simeon also knew that Jesus wasn't just there to save other people who were in the temple and went to church with him, right? He was coming to save everyone. He said all nations because he knew that God wanted to show all people how much he loves them, even though he knew that some people wouldn't believe him and wouldn't trust in the words of Jesus. But God doesn't just love all the people that come to church, right? He loves everyone of all different ages, in all different places, people who look and think and act very differently than we do. And the reason we come to church to worship God, just like Simeon did, is so that we can see God and we can know God, and then we can go back out into the world and share that love that he brought with other people, just like Jesus did. So God kept his promise to Simeon, didn't he? Even though Simeon had to wait for a very, very, very long time. And it was just like God had kept his promise to Mary that he was going to send her a very special baby. Just like God kept his promise to Simeon and Mary, he keeps his promises to us too. What kind of promises do you think that God makes to us? Oh, yeah, here, Miss Jen has a mic. Someday he will come back to earth. That's right. He has promised us that someday he's going to come back to earth. Yeah. Jesus loves everybody in the whole world. That's right. He's promised us that he loves us so much and he's going to help us learn how to love other people. Like, if God and Joseph have a baby, um, every God died, everybody has a baby. <laughs> yeah, maybe God has promised that we can have more babies and more people that can come and know Jesus. Yeah. He's promised to love us, us and, and tell, like, 
forever. Yeah, he's promised to love us forever. Yeah, these are great promises that God makes to us. When, like when someone's gonna, when someone's having a baby, and and their baby isn't gonna come out for a long time, they're so excited. Yeah, <laughs> they are. That's right. Yeah, one more. He'll take care of us for uh, He'll take care of us what we say to him or what we do or anything. He'll love us no matter what. That is right. Oh, my goodness. Our children are so wise. Our children are so wise. You guys are so wise. Yeah. God makes all sorts of wonderful promises to us too, huh? He promises to love us. He promises to give us peace in our hearts even when things may not go the way that we want them to go. He promises that someday he's going to come back and that things will be put right and there's going to be no more sickness or sadness or violence or anything like that. And so in this new year, did you guys know we're starting a new year tomorrow? How crazy is that? In this new year, I want all people of all ages to remember that no matter how long we have to wait, God always is faithful to keep his promises. And it's important to not only look forward to those promises, right, but to be paying attention to what God is doing right now. Because do you think that Simeon was paying attention to God when God told him to go to the, to the temple? Yeah, I think he was paying attention, right? He was being attentive to what God was doing in his life right now. And because Simeon was so faithful to the ways that God was with him in that very moment, He could hear the voice of God when God said, go to the temple, I'm ready to fulfill my promise. And that is something that we can sing songs about and celebrate, right? All right, well, do you think that I can keep my promise to you too? Okay, well, let's watch the video of another song that praises God for sending Jesus.
that great? <laughs> yeah, see, kids all around the world are singing Merry Christmas and praising God for how amazing he is. Okay, we're going to wrap up our sermon now, and you guys can go sit with your parents in just a second. But first, let's say a prayer together. Oh, dear God, thank you so much for keeping your promises to us. Thank you so much for sending Jesus to be the light and be the joy of our lives, to love us and to walk with us no matter what is happening. And we ask that you would help us to pay attention to the things that you are doing in our lives and help us trust that you are always good and faithful. Thank you for the wisdom of our children and our teenagers and our parents and adults and grandparents and older folks in our congregation and in our lives. May you build relationships between all of us and be the love that exists within us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, you guys can go sit with your parents and the rest of us can stand. We're actually going to sing Simeon's song now and then we're going to have communion after that.